I am so excited that you popped in your earbuds and are joining me here for another episode. Today, we are going to get your paper planner functioning at an even higher capacity than it already is. If you are already time blocking, you already have prioritized all of the tasks that you need to do every single week to be able to take care of you and your home, and you know how to use your time and manage it really, really well because you have a paper planner, that's amazing. But I bet you're still wondering, is there any other way that I could be utilizing my paper planner to be more productive, to squeeze a little bit more out of it? I know so many other people have really cool ways that they use their planner and you just want to get your hands on it. Well, today that's what we're going to be talking about. I'm going to be showing you the four advanced ways to use your paper planner. These are some of my favorite things to layer inside of the real basic fundamental parts of using a paper planner. And don't worry, if you don't have those basics and those fundamental needs down yet, I've got tips for you inside of today's episode as well. So instead of grabbing a pen and paper, why don't you go grab your planner and let's dive into today's episode. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships, bang in organization and time management strategies, and a rock solid plan for our personal well being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, if you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the Hot Mess Express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves, dig in, and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. Woo, summer is in full force, and not only is the heat actually on in Arizona, but the heat of managing children, schedules, keeping people busy, all the things is for real. I watch this happen every single, every single year. And it's just one of those things. So if you're over there and you're like, oh my gosh, is is this really what the rest of summer is going to be like? Just know that you're not alone. And there are ways to have so much fun, enjoy it, and still be super productive. I promise you, if you want support in that Please know that you can get an entire home management system, 100% of it, all set up in your paper planner. We're going to talk about some of those tips today. And you can get my help on that if you're ready to get 100% full support and get all your questions answered over inside of the Systemize Your Life Academy. So in just four short weeks from right now, from this day, right now, in four weeks from now, so the middle of July, you could have your whole home management system set up and ready to go before your kids go back to school. You'd be able to enjoy your summer or what is left of it, or maybe you're just getting started and get out of overwhelmed and get into organized in the most simple and effective way possible. You just have to hop into the Systemize Your Life Academy. You can go to chelseajoe.co backslash academy so that you can get your time management dialed in all in your paper planner. I'm so excited to talk about it today, to know what tasks to prioritize every single day, 
and make sure that your house does not get backed up and consume you and overwhelm you so that you don't have the time that you know you could have if you were really organized. So make sure you check it out, chelseajoe.co backslash academy. If you want to get inside of the academy, you can start right now. And in four short weeks, I promise you, we are going to get you from where you are right now all the way into organized. And let's talk a little bit about what that's going to look like. In some of the advanced ways that we teach inside of the academy, we're going to talk about a little bit of it here today. And some of the ways that you can advance your paper planner to become more productive as a stay-at-home or a work-from-home mom, whether or not you are doing work this summer or at all, or if you're looking forward to doing it in the future, or you just want to have time for yourself to be able to take care of yourself or just to be able to breathe without piles of laundry in your face or dishes in your face or mold in your toilets or a thousand mile long to-do list or cookie crumbs all over the car, right? Goldfish crackers, whatever it might be. To just be able to breathe, we have some really cool things that you can do inside of your paper planner. Uh, Some things that I actually really, really, really love that I have been using inside of my planner for a really, really long time. But in the beginning, I wasn't using my paper planner as a really helpful and useful tool for me. I just loved to journal and I thought it was fun and it was really great. But I'm, I got to a point where I was like, look, if I'm going to have this thing, I need to actually use it. And so probably like you, I kept searching for the perfect paper planner. And it's really what you do inside of your planner that makes it a useful tool. And the layout obviously is really important. You don't want to get a layout in your paper planner that doesn't make sense at all. And if you're curious about that, we've got a couple podcast episodes that talk about some of the things that you should be looking for in a paper planner. Or you can just go buy my favorite one. You can go to HoratioPrinting.com and you can pop in Chelsea 10 to get a discount at checkout. Um, They are my favorite paper planners of all times. They also have several other products there, and the owner is one of my near and dear friends. And that is the the basis for all of, for my entire home management system, right? Like that's where I keep my time management, my time blocks, my fundamental needs, all those things go inside of my paper planner as the foundation. And that's really like the bottom bottom of the barrel, like the bare necessities that you need to be able to use your paper planner as a really productive tool. But today we're going to go a step further. We're going to talk about the four extra things that I put inside of my paper planner every single week in order to make it super useful, in order to be incredibly productive and not just productive, like in the sense where I get more done, but to produce the life and the week and the day and the time block that I want to produce the outcome that I was hoping to find, there's really fun extra things that you can do to be able to help you use the paper planner that you're already in and and have that tool actually get you there. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Open up your paper planner and I want you to find a couple empty spots in there. Here's the thing. Out of the four advanced tips that I'm going to give you today, three of them happen in the negative space in your planner. So if you have a planner that has its own system created and kind of outlined for you, I don't necessarily think that you need to scrap it, but you are going to have to adjust and adapt 
to be able to find and fit these things in. And maybe there's already a place for it. So I want you to just be looking at it as we go through and try and find a place where you can put these four things that I've described to you. The other one is going to go into the daily layout where your time blocks are, okay? And that's the the one of the four that we're going to talk about today. So let's start with number one. One of the best things that you can put inside of your planner to help you produce and to be more productive is a habit tracker. I'm obsessed with habit trackers. The planner, the Horatio printing planner that I use has a ton of negative space. It's a blank canvas. That's why I fell in love with it because it allowed me to put my home management system inside of it, my time management, my prioritized tasks, which are my fundamental needs. I know exactly what I need to do every single week and where they're living within my time blocks. It's predictable. It's consistent. It's repeatable. It's simple. It's effective. It goes in my planner every single week. Week after week after week after week after week, okay? The one thing on this list that you will not hear me say is a to-do list. I do have a to-do list in there, but that is those are not really advanced strategies. Those are strategies for people that don't have a home management system in place yet, that don't know how to be effective. They're managing their time with to-do lists. If you're guilty of that, please make sure that you touch base with me. Find a way to connect with me either inside of my Facebook group or in the DMs and say, I'm a chronic to-do list user. I need help because it's, it's a great way to get out of survival mode. But if you stay there indefinitely, it's just constant survival mode. It's just constant task crunching and there's no true systematic approach to what you're doing at all. That is the one thing you're not going to hear me talk about in this episode. (laughs) I'll stop myself from talking about that anymore. So your habit tracker, what is this? Okay. You can have a ton of habits that you want to accomplish. And I get that. But truly, one to three habits, maybe five, if you have a really, really, really great grasp and on your time management and and your home management, and you've got good support, and you're in a space where you have built in some breathing room into your life, right? If you have a little bit of time, you can track five habits a week easily, right? But if you are maxed out and you're just looking to change one thing, you are super frustrated. You don't see light at the end of the tunnel. You're not entirely certain that you are ever going to be able to change. You don't trust yourself to ever be any different than the way that you are now. You don't know what's wrong with you. You can't get your butt off the couch. Everything is doom and gloom and you're really having a hard time. Don't try and track five habits. Try and track one and try and track it two to three times a week. That is a fantastic place to start. That is a great thing to put in your paper planner. What are some examples of this? I track my water intake. I I track my nutrition. I track my study that I do in the morning and the evening, my reading in the morning and the evening. Like all of these things that I really want to get better at, I track them and they're habits that I want to create. And they're like little teeny tiny goals for myself so that I know that I'm prioritizing and producing the outcome 
that I really want every day and every week. All right, that is one thing that you're going to find and put in your negative space. You're just going to put the list, the name of whatever the thing is, like 20 ounces of water, right? Whatever, just make it a goal, which is actually not it. Okay, let's say it's 100 ounces of water. You put it down, you write it, and then you do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. If it's your goal to drink 100 ounces every day, you want to make sure that you have a checkbox on that every day. So you would put times seven so that you know that you're measuring this seven days a week. If it is your what habit you're trying to create is getting to bed by 9 p.m., you would put bed 9 p.m. how many days a week? I know you want to do it seven days a week, but are you kidding yourself? Don't know. You don't need to do all seven days right now. Like, let's be realistic. <laughs> Seriously, truly, that person that you think does all those things every day of the week, when you look at me and you think that I have all of my systems perfect, you're kidding yourself. You don't see what my life looks like from the inside out. And, and don't, don't even think about comparing yourself to that. Compare yourself to where you are right now and what you want it look what you want it to look like tomorrow. It's going to take some time. It's going to take a lot of time, actually. And you're going to have to be okay with that because it's better spent time that way of trying to produce and be more productive and to grow your habits and to grow yourself than not trying at all. So that shouldn't even be a conversation that you have with each other. You're going to get up and you're going to try maybe twice this week. Maybe you do that for four weeks. Maybe you're going to try and get to bed on time two nights out of the week. You're going to work on your bedtime routines. There's a lot of stuff to work on to be able to get that to happen two nights a week, isn't there? A lot of things might have to change, but that's okay. You only got to try and do it two nights this week. And then you're going to build on that. And then you're going to go from two nights a week to three nights a week. And you might stay at three nights a week for the next four years. And that might be okay. You might stay there for four weeks, four days, four months. It depends on what season of life you're in. And that is okay. I can't tell you how many moms I talk to that are so discouraged that they can't get it right. The only thing that you have to get right is your mindset around how productive you're supposed to be in comparison to your expectations of what you think you're supposed to be doing. The only thing that you can try and do is a little bit better today and promise yourself Just make a promise to yourself, hey, if I don't get it right in this time block, I'm going to try the next time block. And if I don't get it right in this time block, I'm going to try again. There will be small wins within this process that you have to cling to, okay? So know that when you're tracking your habits, that it's not about perfection. There will be consistency in there, but there will be inconsistencies in there. And it's about that too. It's about learning from what made you inconsistent, what got you down, And what got you back up again? All right, here is number two, tidy cues. These are something that we teach very heavily inside of the Systemize Your Life Academy is how to keep your house tidy without going to bed looking like or ending the day looking like your house had a bomb go off in it. We hear that a lot as a major complaint. And really what you want to do is you want to schedule tidy cues into your life, into your day, (laughs) definitely into your life 
but more importantly, into your day. So within your time blocks that you already have, this is the one that I was talking about that doesn't go in the negative space in your planner. It goes actually within your time blocks. You are going to insert tidy cues in the places of your day where you know, if I don't do this now, it's going to sit there the rest of the day and it's going to stare me down after I close the door and turn out the lights for the kids. Like, and then I don't want to do it. Like, I don't want to do it at all. And I'll tell you, that's like the number one way that I stick to my nighttime routine is when my kids are done with their day and their nighttime routine is done and we close their doors and there's nothing left for me to do. There's no dishes. There's no picking up. There's no laundry. There's no nothing. There's nothing for me to do in my house. I get to focus on me. I get to go read a book. I get to wash my face. I get to do my nails. I get to do whatever it is that I want to do that night. I get to hang out with Blaine. We get to have a little mini date night at home, right? Those are the things that I get to focus on because I've had tidy cues throughout the day. I layer those in to my paper planner. I I personally actually don't even have to write them anymore. They are so ingrained in our life at this point. And that's what we teach. We teach when you should be putting these in so that they can just become part of what you do. But that is a really great way to do that is to actually write the word tidy cue in your planner and you'll begin to understand when those transition times are throughout your day that you need to have a tidy cue. All right, number three are your routines. This is a really fun thing to put in the negative space in your planner. So outside of your time blocks that are in your daily kind of lay out whether it's horizontal or it's vertical whatever that looks like for you but in your negative space this is where you want to write out a full routine so for me inside of my time blocks it's not about having a detailed checklist of everything that needs to be done because it's really really complicated for your brain and our brains want to conserve energy as much as they possibly can at all times they're looking for the easiest way to get something done to conserve energy. That's hardwired in us as humans to want to do the easiest thing possible. And so if your brain looks at a planner that A is not color coded and B has a ton of information in it, guess what's going to happen immediately? You're going to be overwhelmed and you're not going to know what to do with your time. It becomes a completely useless tool at that point. So in my time blocks, I have the name of the routine, morning routine. And so many people are like, well, what is your morning routine? Well, I know it like the back of my hand. But when we build in a new routine into our life, because children grow, seasons change, jobs change, life changes, new routines come and go, I write out the full routine in the negative space down at the bottom of my planner. And I'll do that as many weeks as I need to until it's become second nature for our family. So that is a great, great extra kind of hack for you guys whenever you're trying to figure out how to put all of the information inside of your day, that's actually something you can pull out and just name your routine, put the routine. That's why I call them routine stacks inside of your time blocks. And then the full routine will be written out until you have memorized until it's just second nature for you. All right, here's number four. Number four. This is my favorite. This is my favorite one. One of the most advanced things that you can do with your planner is to incorporate your goals. Now, look, my goals are really basic and yours should be too. We're just having a conversation on a group call inside of the Systemize Your Life Academy, which you guys, it's seriously 
epic and golden. The women that show up to the group calls, it's a tight knit community and it's really fun. And we welcome everyone in there and we listen to everyone's experience. There's newbies, there's people that have been there for a while. They come for the accountability and we talk through everything. We talk through systems. We talk, we troubleshoot through the highs and lows of motherhood, of working from home, of trying to start a business, of being burned out by business, of all the things. We talk about how to go from overwhelmed to organized every time it comes up. There is a safe place for us to talk about it. And the conversation that we had was literally about how I genuinely started this entire company. And this my whole mission was around the fact that I truly wanted women to understand how to take care of themselves and how to take care of each other. Because it is so hard for us to truly think that a goal, a goal should be to take care of ourselves, to get to the gym, to have our food meal planned and prepped, shopped for, in the fridge, ready to go, to have our calendar set, to have our time blocks done. That seems boring. That seems pointless. That seems like nothing's really getting done. But when you do those things, you feel the best you've ever felt. They all feel the best they've ever felt. When we sit down and we look at that is the true goal. My goals seem pretty boring. My goal is to get my time, get through my time blocks for the week, to get through my fundamental needs, to truly prioritize every single task that is foundational in my life for me to thrive, for my marriage to thrive, for my home to be cleaned, for my children to thrive. That's my only goal. That's it. When I show up to my work block, I have goals for my business to thrive. And I have some routines. I mean, I have some habits that I'm trying to track in my habit tracker, like the amount of water I'm drinking, right? Those are my goals. But every once in a while, there'll be this fun extra thing that I know that I have the emotional bandwidth for. And I just, I want you to hear that so that you know that if you are in a place where you really really just need to set a goal to truly understand time blocking, to truly get your tasks prioritized so you can stop living off of a to-do list every single week. Stop scraping and clawing your way through every minute of every day. That's okay. There's help for you. There's resources for you. There's a program that will teach you how to do that in less than four weeks. Or There's podcast episodes for you. There's a community in our Facebook group for you. You don't have to have big, massive, lofty goals. Those goals are pretty lofty for us in the year 2022. Everyone's constantly trying to tell us to do more, do more, do more, do more. In one way or another, we're being fed that message. And I say no. I say make your goals super foundational, realistic, something that's actually going to make your life better. But every once in a while, when you do have the bandwidth, you can put a really fun goal in there, like make your family's photo album books. That's a goal of mine coming up at the end of the year. There's certain goals that you can track in there. My business goals, I track in my planner. There's a spot for it. And I love having them there. I love seeing them there. I also have some marriage goals that I track there. And those marriage goals are simply, how can I support my husband this week? Those are great goals, you guys. Those are incredible goals. If you could wake up every day and truly say that you lived that way, 
that looks a thousand times better than a perfectly curated Instagram feed. Now look, I'm working in my business to have a perfectly curated Instagram feed. I really am. It's not going 100% well, but we're getting there. We're learning. And that's, that's okay for you to strive to have those things. But underneath it all, there needs to be a rock solid foundation. If you want to get that rock solid foundation set, try applying these four advanced ways to use your paper planner to be more productive as a work from home mom or a stay at home mom or even a working outside of the house mom. And if you're really eager to get this done and you're like, all right, I'm done. I'm throwing in the towel. I can't do this alone. I want your help. Then come over to chelseajoe.co backslash academy and see if the next best step for you is becoming our next newest member. We would love to see you on one of the group calls and support you all the way down into the nitty gritty from starting your paper planner, getting your time blocks, your fundamental needs, and then layering in every single one of these advanced tips that we talked about today. All right, you guys, I am so excited that you were here with me, but I'm even more excited that we got another episode or two coming out for you next week. And we've got some fun stuff planned. So make sure that you stay tuned for what that's going to look like. You're going to be super excited. And I'll meet you back here real soon for another episode on the Systemize Your Life podcast. Hey, before you go, if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other and ourselves? I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram. Until next time on Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe.